Hello and welcome to Living the Abundant Life, Encounter God Today. I'm Alexis Carucci and I want to thank you for joining me today on my Facebook Live or if you're listening to this on the replay or one of my other social media platforms such as uh, the podcast on Spotify or Google Podcasts. I have a written blog that's also posted on my website as well as the Facebook page, Living the Abundant Life, Twitter, Instagram at 5 p.m. on Wednesdays, Pacific Standard Time. This video is being taped at 12 Pacific Standard Time. So once again, whether you're listening to me live or on the replay or whatever social media platform, I want to thank you for joining me today. This month, we've been looking at the harvest. So if you missed the other two broadcasts, I'd recommend that you go back and listen to them. Today we're going to be looking at harvesters of souls. So let's open in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you that we can come before you at this time and place and hear what you would have to say to us. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to open our eyes to see our ears to hear and our hearts to receive the revelation and, and truth that you would have us to see today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, our featured verse for this week comes from Romans 10, 14, and I read all of my verses from the New King James Version. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Once again, that's Romans 10, 14. And we're looking at harvesters of souls. Well, Jesus Christ has committed every believer to go and make disciples. We saw that last week in Mark 16, 15. But this means that we need to share Jesus Christ with people first. And God wants every willing disciple in the church to uh, share his word, his gospel, who he is, not just the evangelists and missionaries. Hallelujah. So we must be willing to say, Lord, send me, even as Isaiah said that. God is looking for a harvester of souls, people who are hungry and open to do what God wants them to do, whatever he wants them to do. People who are saying, Lord, let me share your love with others and ask the Holy Spirit to lead them. Well, the gospel of the kingdom of God is good news. So we must show the world our love, peace, joy, and unity as believers in Christ. John 13, 35. How we live our lives, treat each other, and other people are the first things that people in our sphere of influence will see. And then we can share our testimony of who Jesus Christ is. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, Revelation 19.10. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. Hallelujah. So we don't have to have a perfect life, but reveal Christ in us and share how we got the victory he has given us. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome Jennifer Scobie who's watching today. Hallelujah. Well, we must have a love for the lost, even as Jesus did, Matthew 9, 36. 
Jesus will be returning soon to receive all those who belong to him, to live forever with him, and judge those who don't know him. Acts 1, 11, and Matthew 25, 31 through 46. Jesus gave his life for us, and he said he is not willing that any should perish. John 15, 12 and 13, and 2 Peter 3, verses 8 through 10. But how can they hear unless someone tells them about God's love and Jesus the Savior? When Jesus walked on the earth, he shared who he was and sent out his disciples to proclaim the good news of the kingdom and salvation through Jesus Christ, Matthew 4:23 and Luke 10:1. He has also commissioned us to go. God is pouring out his spirit to draw humankind to Jesus and send revival in conjunction with these end time events, Acts 2. 17 through 21. Well, God the Father draws men to Jesus through the Holy Spirit, who convicts the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. John 6:44 and John 16:8. So we must partner with God who sends out laborers to the correct harvest to reap the ripe souls. Hallelujah. We must follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and his promptings to share Christ with others. He will even give us the words to say, so we don't need to be fearful, but share what the Lord puts on our hearts with those he directs us to. Romans 10, 8 through 10, gives us an idea of what salvation is, what's needed. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So salvation involves recognizing that we have sinned against God and need to repent and ask for his forgiveness. He made a way for them to receive forgiveness through the shed blood of Jesus by his death on the cross. Hebrews 9, 15-22 Well, Christ was raised from the dead, ascended to heaven, and is alive, seated at the Father's right hand in heaven as our high priest. Romans 8:34 and 1 Peter 3:22 We might start our conversation by sharing what Jesus has done for us. Then we can share who he is as our savior, healer, deliverer, protector, provider, etc. And then finally we can ask the person we are sharing with if they would like to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. But don't get dis discouraged if they say no. Remember in Mark 4 verses 1 through 20, Jesus is sharing the parable of the sower and he also explains the parable to the disciples. And only one in the four people where the word was sown actually receive it into their heart and bear a harvest. So remember that we may plant or water, but God gives the increase. 1 Corinthians 3, verses 6 through 8. 
Hello, I want to welcome uh, Apostle Michael Galetta who's watching with us today. Hallelujah. Well, we're not just to make converts, but we are to make disciples. So it's a must that we follow up with them and show them how to uh, grow in their new relationship with Jesus. If they are someone that you know or live near you, you can invite them to your church. I have a document on my website that you can refer to for suggestions on how to uh, follow up with them and things that they can do to grow in their relationship with Christ. You can find that at alexiscarucci.com and the document is called Welcome to God's Family. Well, the time is short before Christ returns. We're told that in 1 Peter 4, 7 and Revelation 22, 12 and 20. The book of Revelation talks about two sickles thrust into the earth at the end of time. The first sickle brings in the earth's ripe fields of spiritual harvest and the second sickle is of global judgment. Revelation 14 verses 15 through 20. Do you have a broken heart as God does for the lost and a passion for the harvest? There are things that we can do to prepare ourselves to share Christ with others. A very important part is spending time with the Lord daily in prayer, worship, and meditating on His Word which draws us close to Him so that we can hear His voice and follow His leading. We can also pray for the lost, for those that He puts on our hearts that need Christ. We can ask the Lord to give us a heart of love and for others um, as well as to remove the blindness where Satan has blinded their minds to the gospel and to the truth, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. We can intercede and ask that God will bring other laborers into their field to share the love of God with them and their need for a Savior, Luke 10, verse 2. Hallelujah. Well, not all Christians are called to be missionaries and evangelists, but every Christian is called to be a witness and an ambassador for Jesus Christ and to make disciples of nations. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 20 and 21. We must be good stewards of what God has called us to do until He returns. You are an essential part of God's plans for these times as a harvester of souls. Proverbs 11.30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Romans 10.15 says, And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. And our final verse comes from Revelation 22:20, 20, which says, He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Well, I hope this has stirred your heart, that the Holy Spirit has uh, stirred your heart to realize that the world without Christ is going to hell. 
And when someone dies and they don't know Christ as their Savior, they're going to spend eternity apart from Him. So we do need to ask the Lord to give us that love for people and for the lost, that we would have eyes that see and ears to hear and to, to know and to uh, share the love that God has for each and every person. So let's close in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We ask that you would continue to bring revelation into the word that was shared today, that it's your anointing that teaches us. Holy Spirit, thank you that you do bring revelation and truth. You reveal truth to us, and you're the one that does the convicting of the people's hearts. You're the one that draws them to Jesus. Lord, help us just to partner with you to go to those ones that you have already prepared and that we would hear your voice and not be afraid, but go and share the love of God and the forgiveness that people can have, that abundant life that they can have through Christ Jesus our Lord. So we thank you, Lord, for this time. I pray blessings upon each and every one that's listening, whether live or on the replay on YouTube, uh, the podcast, Lord, whatever social media platform they're listening. Thank you so much. And we just ask that you continue to stir our hearts, to draw us to those that are lost, that we could share Jesus Christ and see a marvelous harvest of souls in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, once again, thank you for joining me, and I hope that you'll come back next week as we look at Harvest of Blessings. God bless.